pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, I'd like to open up public comment. If you're here tonight for public comment, come on up, state your name and address and why you're here. Seeing nobody jump into the podium, I will close public comment and move on to special appearances. Karen Skepper, Executive Director of Anoka County HRA, discussion of the countywide housing study. Good evening, Karen. Good evening, Mayor and Council members. My name is Karen Skepper. I'm the Director of Community and Government Relations for Anoka County. I've been in this job for quite a few years, and this is the fourth time we've done a countywide housing study. We did two things different this year. We do it about every decade, um, trying to give you good information that you can use both in making decisions and when developers come looking to either do housing or commercial development. What we did differently this year, um, we wove in a little bit of economic development information, and instead of just doing a countywide study or a regional study, breaking the county into different kind of subsets, we did a final recommendation study for each community in Anoka County. We hope that this becomes a valuable tool for you. It's suggestions. It's suggestions um, by someone who does these studies for a living uh, based on what other communities like yours do. Use them, ignore them, it's really your choice. But we really want you to use this study. Um, once we have it finalized, it's still in draft form. But once finalized, put it on your website. Feel free to share it. Um, we really want it to be a good resource for you. With that, I'm sorry, I don't have my glasses with me. It's all right. Take your time, Karen. Firefighters in here, you know, noise back there. <laughs> I'm not finding the little button. My vision's not great, so it's going to be not in the slideshow presentation. No problem. The key findings, and I'll start with Anoka County as a whole. Um, no surprise to any elected official, there's been a lot of growth this past decade. It's actually been 12 years since we did the last study. COVID got in the way. Um, but we're seeing a lot of development, both in housing and in economic development. We know that there are still labor shortages out there. It's an extremely tight rental market for someone who's looking to rent a unit, whether it's a home or an apartment. If anybody has bought or sold a house in the last few years, you know that the prices are way up, and we'll talk a little bit about that further in the presentation. And there is huge demand um, for, for housing right now, whether it is apartment buildings, single family homes, um, townhomes, demand all across the board. There's extreme demand for affordable housing. We'll talk again about that in a little bit. Um, but there is truly demand for all types of housing across Minoka County. And this demand will continue to grow um, in the next less than a decade, but between now and 2030, we see a need for over 18,000 units in Anoka County. Again, speaking on the broad picture side, um, there have been households added. And 
I'm, I'm always very careful to talk in the beginning about the difference between a household and people. Um, there's very often multiple people living in every household. Census data will track, for the most part, people. Um, our study looked primarily at the number of units or households. Um, there are, as I said earlier, there are shortages in the labor markets in some areas. It was much worse a few years ago. It is getting better. Um, we still see some shortages, particularly in the service industry area. Um, new rental housing is, we're seeing that happening for the first time in about 20 years. Um, in the past few years, some rental communities have come online, primarily in the southern portion of the county, um, but it is filling a need. It is filling primarily a need for the move up household or the boomer generation who's looking to get rid of the big house, um, doesn't want to maintain their driveways or their yards, um, and is looking for a luxury product. Um, we do see that there's demand in this rental market um, and in the home ownership side. We're seeing a need for over 8,000 home owner occupied units and over 4,500 rental units between now and 2030. There's still a demand for senior housing. We see right now, again in the same general time frame between now and 2030, across Denoga County a need for 2,758 more senior units. That is market rate senior units. There's an additional need for 1,269 affordable units and 666 subsidized units. The difference between affordable and subsidized, subsidized means it's going to serve very low income persons. Um, affordable means probably someone at between 50 and 80% of area median. Um, so all told, we need over 5,000 units by 2030 for senior housing to meet the general demand. Switching to the economic development side in Anoka County, we are primarily a job exporter. We have a lot of households that leave Anoka County. They go every day to work in Ramsey County or Hennepin County. There's a fairly strong number of people who stay in the county and there is a much smaller portion of um, workers who drive from other counties to our area. We see that primarily in the manufacturing sector. We have a lot of good manufacturing jobs and we will bring jobs, people to the jobs here um, to kind of help backfill those positions. Our renters, we talk about market rate, affordable rents, and subsidized rents. That helps us talk a little bit about um, people who are cost burdened, or for the first time um, since I've been doing this type of work, we have a new term called severely cost burdened. When you bought your first home, <coughs> you knew you had to make a certain amount of money, and the goal was to have your household income be able to cover your income should be no more than 30% of your, uh, your rent payments or your house payments should be no more than 30% of your income. Um, 
that that's the average kind of stand industry standard for what is a, a realistic amount to pay for housing expenses. Uh, if you're paying more than that, you're going to be considered to be a cost burden, or your residence may be cost burdened. Right now, in Anoka County, 42% of our renters pay more than 30% of their income towards housing. And the new phrase is severely cost burdened. 22% um, of renters are now paying more than half of their monthly income for housing costs. If you look at a household that makes $35,000 a year, um, which is a lot of our entry-level jobs, 82% of those renters are cost burdened with 60% of them being considered severely cost-burdened. This is a, a trend that has really um, magnified this last 10 or 12 years. We're also starting to see, for the first time, a lot more cost-burdened homeowners. 18% of all of the homeowners in Anoka County are paying more than 30% of their income for their housing costs. 6% of our homeowners in the county are severely cost burdened, again, paying more than half of their monthly income to cover housing costs. Bottom line, there's two solutions. You either have to find higher paying jobs or find a way to lower housing costs. Neither one of them is very realistic short term. We're going to need a lot of partners to be able to do this. So um, this is just kind of sounding that first real alarm that there are so many cost-burdened households in the county. And just bringing it to people's attention, hopefully the public and private markets can work together and find some solutions on the housing. There's a lot of new money coming out that uh, can help a developer if they're doing a 24-unit development, perhaps they can make one or two units affordable. Um, that's one of the recommendations that we've seen across the board for all of the communities in the county. Right now, um, as we look across the county, there are nearly 3,100 affordable housing units that have some sort of a rent restriction or an income restriction. This does not mean to say they're subsidized units at the very deep level. It could be a tax credit project, or it could be a product very similar to what the HRA has here in Anoka County, here in Ham Lake as well, where we did look at incomes at the time of move-in. So we had to do an initial calculation to make sure that the household was, at that time, 80% of median or below. We don't look at it again, but that calculation was initially done. So we know that there's some, at least some glance at household income at the time of move-in. We do see a need for nearly 2,000 more affordable or subsidized units to meet the demand in 2030. This means somewhere in the, in the area of 150 to 200 units per year need to be developed in the county. Again, this number is not going to be met, um, but it's what we would need in order to get a an equilibrium that would meet the needs of all of our all of our renters. As I said a few moments ago, this is going to have to be public partner, public and private partnerships in order to meet these goals or come close to meeting them. We are seeing increased demand for other types of rental units. 
are very, very popular, move very well. Um, and we're seeing some new small, single family, small lot developments. This is where there's very little yard, but a lot of public amenities. You may see um, in some of the communities further south, um, a clubhouse, uh, swimming pools, other outdoor activities to share amongst the group, but the homes themselves have very small postage stamp size lots. This is becoming an increasingly um, valuable tool for some communities. And we are seeing developers producing more of the luxury type market units. Um, these are the townhomes or these small lot developments and some apartment units where there are a lot of extra amenities. The baby boomer generation is still dominating the housing market. Um, we do see younger generations coming behind that are starting to make housing choices. But right now, the step we're really hoping to see is the boomers moving out of their single family homes and freeing those homes up for younger families to come in. That helps keep our communities vibrant, helps keep our schools filled, um, but we have to have the products available to meet the demands of the boomers moving out. I know that when I move the next time, I'm not going to be shoveling a driveway, I'm not going to be mowing my lawn anymore. Um, these are things that are important, just as the interior finishes are important. Um, granite countertops or some sort of natural stone countertops are important, lots of ceramic tile. Features that you don't see in a basic rental unit are important to the boomer generation. And I'm going to, for the sake of time, go through some of these fairly quickly. Home sales, um, the median resale price in the Twin Cities for a single family home last year was $416,870. That was up 46% from 2018. Glad I bought my house in 2016. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, interest rates have gone up since then as well. Um, we are still seeing that the average time a house sits on the market is counted typically in days, not months or years as it, it could have been at some points in history. Um, we're still seeing multiple offers on entry-level housing. Um, still seeing bidding wars even though interest rates are high. The scary number for me is new construction in the metro area for a single family home it is topping a half million dollars. Um, construction prices are out of control. I don't know how we can really help um, provide tools, but if you, have, if you have some ideas, we're happy to listen to them. Um, as I said earlier, there's lots of new money coming through the state and the federal government, and if you've got ideas, we want to hear them. We know that our population is going to continue to grow. We've got this, uh, kind of this middle tier of the county, you know that you've got land available. We expect about 14,000 new households in the Noka County by 2030. Uh, we know that, I put in some of the highest proportional rates of growth communities. We all know the fastest growing communities, the biggest communities. Um, but Hilltop, Ramsey, St. Francis, and Lionel Lakes, proportionally
disproportionately are growing faster than Blaine and Coon Rapids and Hamlink. And the reason for this is those multifamily units that they're developing. Average household size is shrinking. I won't spend a lot of time on this. Um, we've seen the trend coming for a long time. Anoka County's average household size is slightly above the rest of the Twin Cities. I think this is really interesting. 89% of our county residents did not move in 2021, which is the last year we have those numbers available. They chose to stay put. Of the people that moved, 5.4% moved from Anoka County but stayed in Minnesota. And of those residents that moved, 4.1% moved to another location in Anoka County. That tells us that people like living here. Um, they want to stay. They only move to other locations outside of Anoka County, according to the data we saw, because we don't have the features they need. Um, we need to find out what they are. Sometimes it's jobs. Sometimes it's schools, sometimes it is big fancy community centers. We don't know exactly what's drawing each individual family, but we can look to the trends and figure out what our best choices are in the future. No big surprise, younger people move more often than older, older families. Um, it's because they're becoming established. By the time kids are in school, they tend to settle down and stay where they are currently living or stay close by. sake of time again I think this is just primarily demographic information I want to get to the section on your community spend just a moment on job trends we do um, we know that in 2000 there was just over hundred and ten thousand jobs in Anoka County that number decreased first um, during the recession and then because of COVID to about hundred and six thousand but by 2020, we saw the job market was recovering. Jobs were being created, and we were back up to just where we had been in 2000, um, to about 113,000 jobs. Um, we're expecting to see this rebound continue and increase um, over the next couple of years by about 15%. jobs in Anoka County, most of them are located in just five cities. Coon Rapids, Blaine, Fridley, Anoka, and Ramsey are the biggest job creators. Um, and we expect this trend to continue. About 66% of the new jobs created between now and 2030 will also be in these communities. So this is a great opportunity to pitch. Get, this, to get these reports up to your development there, are, there will always be jobs created in other communities, but those big jobs are going to be still in those five cities. Here we go, recommendations for Ham Lake. Um, you have available single family lots, but you have no owned multifamily lots. Um, there may be some future opportunities, but at this time there are none available. Rental housing is anticipated to be very well received in your community. Again, that's a choice that your council gets to make. Um, it's likely you will add nearly 500 households between now and 2030, and an additional 600 units between 2030 and 2040. 
for sale housing, our conservative estimates for demand are for 223 single family units and 56 owned multifamily units. Um, and again, I'm saying owned here, this is where there's an ownership component, not rental units. Right now, you have about 90, 90 lots that are vacant for, and could be developed for single family with an additional 75 potential lots. The demand will remain strong, um, but we're, we really feel that where you should be looking in the future is for, um, you should be looking to find alternatives for older households as they're the ones who are living in your community and you want to be able to make those single family homes available. So we encourage you to look at convenient housing options for seniors or those approaching senior years. On the rental housing side, there is a demand for about 61 rental units in Ham Lake. Um, the study suggests that the focus be on market rate development. We think these numbers may be conservative um, as you are in such a good location. You've got very good highway access on <coughs> 65. You've got some of the better crossroads going east and west. Um, and you also are likely to attract residents coming from other Anoka County communities because of the amenities you have here. On the senior housing side, um, the demand is high. Um, there is an aging population in Ham Lake. We do recommend if you decide to encourage development for senior housing, that you look for the active adult market rather than the um, high needs or high service industry. So, difference here is typical senior living where very little services are provided. It's kind of the go-go senior population, um, usually on the younger end of 60s into the early 70s. As people age in place, they do need more services. Right now, the demand for those service-rich buildings is not that high here. You've got neighboring communities that have done this type of development and they're picking up the overflow. Right now, if you the developer put this type of housing in, it could potentially sit vacant for a while or not fully lease up. We do see um, a need for ownership and rental units. That's what Maxfield Research saw as some of the recommendations for your community. I'm happy to answer any questions you might have. Once we have made all of the presentations to the city, Maxfield will finalize the study and we'll make sure to get a copy to you to use as you see fit. Great, well thanks Karen. Um, I always like looking at these studies, very useful information. And do um, you guys have any questions for Karen at all? Or? Mm -hmm. well, thank you. Maybe we'll try and get this on our website if we possibly can do. Once they get it completed, yep. Yeah, okay. We should have it in final form probably in about 30 days and I'll make sure Denise has it. Okay. Thank you for yeah. your time tonight. Appreciate it, thanks Karen. Thanks. All right, moving on, consent agenda. All items will, will be approved under one motion. Let's pull for discussion. Motion to approve, as written. Motion, second. Second, any discussion? Hearing none, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Planning Commission recommendations. Uh, Angela Oldenberger of Paxton Properties LLC requesting a conditional use permit to operate White and Sable LLC and Event Center at 15485 Baltimore Street Northeast and an option of a resolution which came with everything from planning and zoning, so do we want to make a motion to approve? So moved. I'll second. Any discussion? Hearing none, all in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? 
Motion carries. Uh, also on the Planning Commission recommendations, Angela Oldenberger of Paxson Properties LLC requesting a com commercial site plan approval to construct the 10,381 square foot event center at 15485 Baltimore Street Northeast. Also came with a recommendation from the Planning Commission. Anybody want to make a motion to approve? I'll make a motion. Gary, got a motion? Is there a second? Second. Any discussion? Hearing one? All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Are you Angela? All right, uh, when do you expect construction to start? Hopefully, well, tomorrow would be great. It, but sure. Hopefully very soon, okay, nice. Good to hear, well, good luck and welcome to Ham Lake. Thank you. Thanks. Mm -hmm. uh, moving on, Economic Development Authority, none. Appearances, none. City Attorney? Uh, no, nothing tonight, thanks. Okay, uh, City <laughs> Engineer? Nothing to report. City Administrator? Uh, just the bill list. Council business committee reports. Alrighty, moving on. Uh, discussion of the request for funding for Trunk Highway 65 and Barclay Boulevard. Um, this would be for an engineering study for the interchange. Um, met with the county early December. We had a meeting with Nebraska and a couple of county officials, and they were asking for us to donate some kind of not donate, but have a buy-in on this next phase, which is to get the engineered plans together for that intersection. Um, at that meeting, we all agreed that we would try and see if we could use HRA funds and see if we could use, I think, $25,000 is maybe the dollar number we said. Um, found out that we couldn't use those funds, and instead of trying to ask why, we just figured we'd leave that alone for now. Um, I met with uh, State Senator Michael Kroon last week at in St. Paul, and he was there with um, there's a, a grant writer that was very helpful on getting the uh, grant money for Highway 65 in Blaine. And um, I told him our situation here that we think at a meeting we had about a month ago, there were some people maybe saying, well, maybe we shouldn't give money because it's a state road and a county road. Why do we need to get into this? Well. He said that historically, um, that if a city doesn't have some kind of skin in the game, that MnDOT will pass over that project. He says there's a potential for that to happen. So, um, as I said in our meeting before, I think $25,000 we can find. Um, we saved 20% on our mill and overlay bids for next year. Um, I did get that same information from, or from Commissioner Brasted too, that it does help out a lot if the city has some kind of skin in the game. So. I know at our last meeting there were some members that may not want to do that. I guess here's your chance to try and persuade me. I think that we should do this. Um, as we know, Bunker Lake Boulevard and Highway 65 is a very dangerous intersection. Um, Jesse, you can vouch for that with the car accidents that come, I don't know, once a month or so that come in that intersection. Um, economic development will be huge for. There's some pockets there of some commercial land that will get unlocked once we get our frontage road in there. And, help spur that area up and um, I guess I don't know if anybody else want to talk about well, this since I've been here they've improved Crosstown and they improved Constance and they improved Bunker more than once we never contributed anything to it mm -hmm. we have a new gas tax coming up that's going to be funding these road projects it's 
since we haven't done it in the past, why would we do it now? My thoughts. Sure. <laughs> Much bigger project, $30 million. <laughs> so I, I get your point, Gary. I know. I know. Um, like I said, when, when I was at Michael Kroon's office and this gentleman, David, I can't remember his last name, but he, he stressed that it is very important to try and have all parties involved. And I guess for us to throw out $25,000 to help get the study going. We support it. I know we do, yes. <laughs> they're, they're just once again tapping into our budget. Yeah. Our budget is much more limited to the, res than the resources they have. Well, I'll always protect our city budget. Yeah. Well, I know in other communities, Anoka, Ramsey, when they're doing the Highway 10 project, I mean, they hired, Ramsey hired lobbyists. They spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. And Ramsey has done a lot of things that we would never do. Exactly. And so, <laughs> so I, I think $25,000 is a, is a good amount we did. And Gary, I think you were the one at, the, at that meeting we had with the county that right away, you were the one that chimed in, oh, hey, we got HRA funds. So you kind of agreed to it. <laughs> we can use HRA funds, have no issue with it. Sure. When it comes out of our general budget, general funds, not so much well, in favor. Tom Collins did say we could borrow money from um, our <coughs> MSA or funding too. So that was another option. Um, so. Al, Jesse, Jim, you guys I got was, <laughs> I was on the team of sending a letter of appreciation as well in lieu of funds. Yeah. Uh, but I certainly don't want to see us get overlooked on this project. Uh, it's important that it gets done and that they continue to do projects in Ham Lake after this. Yeah, I think it's a, to me it's more of a one-time shot. Uh, we've got the right to refuse any other projects that come along, but I think this one in particular is important for the uh, safety and welfare of the Ham Lakers. And, you know, $25,000, it's not a ton of money, but it's, it's, it's significant enough. But I, I think if we have to make that statement, I think we certainly should. This also means they'll be expecting funds should they improve cross down constants. I would imagine that when that day comes, yeah. Um, so I know with that, we're, why I was down there talking to Michael was to try and get the PAL study that was done in Blaine and up through Bunker Lake Boulevard was to continue that north through Ham Lake into Viking. So um, they're working on that study now, but I would imagine when that time comes, 10 years down the road probably, yeah. years is easy. I mean, talking Bunker Lake Boulevard Highway 65 is five-ish years before it could maybe get funded for construction, so. But I'll be in one of those driverless cars. I won't worry about it. <laughs> no, it, great point. I don't want to see us get skipped over. I mean, this is a pretty big deal, I think. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. I just, I, I seen a lot of stuff at, at that intersection, too, and I, I just think it, the timing's right. You know, I think the whole thing's a timing issue as well, with uh, the other parts being done first and then follow up with us, hopefully. Yeah. Um, it just makes sense right now. Mm -hmm. Jesse, do you got any input at all? Or you... No, I'm, <clears throat> although none would be nice, and 25 is much better than the amounts we initially talked about or initially requested. Well, going into that meeting we had with county officials, my mind right away was it's a state road and a county road. And then yeah. when they talked and kind of sold me on it, I said, okay, all right, I, I get it. Um, but, you know, then when I met the grant writer, um, they were talking about other cities having lobbyists, and Michael Kroon said, well, you're looking at Ham Lake's lobbyists. He said, yeah, I make $4,500 a year. So, um, I don't know, do we need to 
I'd make a motion. Okay. Well, I'd like to make a motion to approve up to $25,000 to sign on board for the county study, or well, sorry, for the state study. Funding. Yes, there we go. Does that work? I got it. Okay. The motion is there a second? I'll second. Any other discussion? Hearing none, all in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Opposed. Motion carries. All right. Moving on, announcing some future agenda items. Motion to adjourn. Second. Any discussion? Hearing none, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Being adjourned.